0: Let's be real here. hello, it is I your hostess D and also known as the entertainer and if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. but for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I your hostess D like I said, and today we'll we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of and yeah. So, like always, we will be going over some of my life, some of my stories, and we'll even be going over some raw information as well. So, I hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead and follow me if you'd like, and yeah. So, I will see you all in it, and on to it. Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as the Entertainer, and welcome back again today. Now, if you support me and this podcast channel and all of my endeavors, then um, I highly recommend going ahead and going to the and tapping on the first link down below in the description of this podcast episode and um going ahead and entering your email and all that good stuff into the page it takes you to. That way you can get twenty-one free comic templates for all your comic book drawing needs, both in dot procreate and in a more print optimized version. Um if you're more of an audio person, then go to ww.theart ninjas with a z dot com slash free comic templates. That should bring you right there. Um yet again that's w freak uh, art ninjas with a Z dot com slash free comic templates. And if you'd like to see the more creative side of me, I'm um, currently working on some new YouTube videos over on my YouTube channel, so go ahead and tap on the second link in the video podcast episode description down below for that. So anyways, let's get on to it. So, um, today we're going to be talking about writing, and, um, I've- I'm gonna- I'm gonna try and remember um, what I'm gonna be doing for art next week, so, um, I'm just gonna say here, hey, future Dharma, um, what we're gonna be doing for art next week is album covers, so we're gonna be talking about album covers, um, next week on podcast, but, um, anyways, so to writing. Now, um, I've been thinking of, yet again, another story idea that's been running through my head, and, um, this being... The self-sacrifice. Now, we've all seen it before. Usually the main character, or one of the main characters, or a major side character, or somebody, somebody of importance usually. It's usually not just some random dude. Unless it's purely for shock value. In which that case, don't just do it for shock value. It's actually gotta be a part of the story. Because, you know, doing things for purely shock value, it's just... Not, not a good thing. Not a good thing. But anyways, so we've all heard of it before. We've all seen it before in movies and TV shows and stuff. Whether it be a self-sacrifice episode of a TV show where our hero goes to sacrifice themselves, but you know, and um, oftentimes in those types of episodes, by the very end of it, they either like are resurrected or you know brought back from the dead in some fashion. Or, you know, um, they thought it would kill them, but in reality, they were either strong enough, or, you know, the power of love or friendship or something, um, prevented them from truly dying, blah blah blah. Um, rarely will you ever see one of these types of episodes, especially in an episodic show, to actually have the character, um, be gone for a bit. Like, there's an actual funeral, and things like that. Um a good example, well actually kind of a bad example of this would be um the um oh I forget exactly what the two movies are called, but um um basically um oh gosh dang. It. Oh, I th- I think I remember now. So in Batman v Superman, um it's a movie about how, you know, Batman and Superman are going at it and the climax is really stupid. I really hate the climax of it. Everything else is eh, okay. But the climax is just dumb. Um, but anyways, that's just my personal opinion. If you like it, go ahead, you like it. But um, um, the major point here is that in the end of that one, I believe, um, they end up killing Superman. Superman is dead. He has been buried. He is dead. Dead, 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 dead. Has a grave dead. And, um, you know, at the end, that they, they tease that he's still alive and um you know we find out in the next movie justice league he really isn't but um basically someone ends up stealing superman's body and ends up resurrecting him in the uh, next movie being justice league and um i kind, i kind of wish they would have done more with this but superman ends up being resurrected on the evil side of things because resurrections can never not have a hitch to it And so, um, he's been resurrected, he's evil for, like, three minutes in the movie, and then he's good again. And what I would have really wished was that Superman- they I really wish they would have used that plot thread and kept Superman evil for a little while. Um, and such. I think that would have been really cool. But- Anyways, either way, we've seen this before. We've seen this many times before. A lot of times the hero comes back, although in very rare occasions where there's a subversion of this trope is where the character doesn't come back. They never come back. They are dead, 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 dead. No robot version of them, no clone version of them, no dream version of them. Their soul isn't hanging around. They're dead. They're gone. (laughs) And, um, honestly, I'd like to see a whole lot more of this, but at the same time, if I start seeing more and more of this subversion of the trope, then the subversion will instead become the trope, you know? If you subvert the trope enough times, eventually it becomes a trope in itself. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I want to see more of it, but at the same time, I like a good subversion. But... You know, we've all seen it before, and I think one of the better ways to do this is, um, it, well, one of, uh, some tips I have, or some ideas I have for doing it better, is um, one, having the subversion of the trope. Um, if you're planning to kill someone, um, I think they should either stay dead or have a good reason for being dead. I don't necessarily want you to kill off your character just because, you know, in the next episode, they're the team's gonna have to fight Zorkon on their own, and, like, having that one person there would, like, fix all their problems. You know? I don't necessarily want that. And that's something that we often see in sick episodes, too, where the, like, one really strong person that could solve all of these problems is down at the moment, because, oh, we've got the flu! <laughs> Boo-hoo! Um, so... You know, I think I I'd like for you all to avoid that, um, and I'd also like um, I'd also like that if you're gonna kill off a character, actually have them gone for some time. Now they don't necessarily need to be gone for like a full on decade in the universe or in your story or anything, but have them gone for a significant amount of time. You know, like for example, like you know maybe six months, eight months you know, at the least, and at the most, I'd recommend, like, up to, like, three, five years or so, you know, just, just so they're not gone for too long, but not gone for too little of time where they were basically in a death coma and just woke up, and so, you know, and another thing, um, to keep in mind is to not have them die over and over, or be presumed dead over and over i'm gonna tell you i think one of the worst things about the flash show on um, netflix by cw um is the fact that the flash at the end of literally every single season except for i think like season one the flash ends up either Um, The Flash ends up in either an extra dimension where people assume he's probably dead. He ends up being blown up and people assume he's probably dead. He ends up in a coma and assume he's probably dead. Like, all of these different things happen at the end of every single season. And it's basically the sacrificial death every single time. Just, you know, with him either being stuck in an alternate dimension forever... Quote, unquote, forever. I really wish he was stuck in an alternate dimension forever. I would have been so happy if the series had ended at season three. (laughs) It went on for, like, seven, eight seasons, I believe. Oh, God. But anyways, so it's just one of those things where, like, don't, don't just, don't just keep doing it. The sacrificial death, when the sacrificial death happens, it has to mean something. It has to mean something. That's what I, that's the whole point of me sharing these tips with you. That's the whole reason why they've got to be gone for a while. That's the whole reason why there has to be mourning amongst the characters. You know, you know, um, while the character's dead, show us, while the main character or whoever it is is dead, show us what the rest of the team is doing. What are they doing? What are they saying? Are they okay? Are they still mourning even 2 years later? Is have they moved on? Are they have they yet to let go? You know, and this is one of those times where it's really going to show what you how your characters are and how they would act in these types of situations. This is one of those true colors moments where we really get to see how the characters felt for this person or you know how much they cared. And this is oftentimes when true feelings come out for the person. You know, for example, if someone um if someone is has been undercover in the team for a while and has been pretending to be their friends, this may be the time where they You know, they, they, this is, this may be the time where they reveal that they've been working for the dark side all along, and they report back to their boss, (laughs) the guy's dead. Or it could be the time where they decide to switch sides because they've grown attached to this person. You know, and we also get, this is also when true feelings come out for any love interests as well, you know, or just for the platonic friends of the group. Because, you know, we've got to remember that heroes have friends too. They're, people aren't just... Not everyone's in love with them. <laughs> Which seems to be a problem. You know? And, and if, it seems like in every superhero movie these days, and just any movie in general, where the main protagonist is a guy and the protagonist is a girl, you're just, like, waiting for them to kiss. Like, just get over it! Just do it already. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Simply because it's just not like, just do it already if are going to do it. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just one of those where you have to make it mean something. And you have to show how it affects the characters. Because another, uh, another common mistake um, is that you don't show what happens to the other characters. You know, you don't show how they're meaning um, or how they're feeling, you know, you don't show, you know, them seeing the person dead or something of that nature. You know, oftentimes we, we usually get a funeral scene, you know, of all the characters and such, but oftentimes it's just like the one main lead girl crying into... Either into someone else's shoulder, some other dude's shoulder, or just crying in general, and then everyone's standing around with like poker face, all just like staring at the coffin. Um, I would like a little less of just that, and more of just how the characters act afterwards in general. Um, Oftentimes, I think funeral scenes have just been a little overused when it comes to deaths and sacrificial deaths in general. I would like to see how they feel even after the funeral's all said and done. You know? I want to see... Because usually, um, a lot of times it seems in funeral scenes and possibly in real life... I've never been to a funeral. I would not like to go to one. um, But it seems that in real life and in the movies, people people tend to try and keep it together for others. So the funeral scene... You know, if you've got a bunch of strong characters who are known for, like, keeping it together to move through the pain, uh, to help others move through the pain, oftentimes it's better to show them coming home afterwards. Show them, you know, being downtrodden, you know? Maybe they're just tossing their car keys over to the countertop, or maybe they just drop them at the door and then just go cry on the couch, you know? I think the... I think it would be interesting to see what comes after, the, right after the funeral. When everyone comes home and they're gone. There's no one else, you know? You know, that, your roommate, you know, the your roommate, your superhero buddy, you know, he's suddenly, he's suddenly not prancing around anymore. But, anyways, that's going to be it for me for now, and I will see you all later, and goodbye.